The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the show. Uh, our, our show is all about building up wealth, retirement, and understanding the world today. Our, our motto in philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. To save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And you always want to start out with your with your company savings program. Put put away as much as you can in there. The number is typically ten percent plus a three percent. We assume a three percent match, and uh, that gets you up to be about thirteen percent. That's approximately where uh, approximately where the research shows that 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 if you put away that much money, you, you'll be set for retirement. This is called income based savings, which means. You're saving a percentage of your income. Uh, people tend to spend what their income is, and, and so you need to save more money which you make more money. Uh, and if you make less money, conversely, you, you, tend to, you need less money because you tend to spend less money. And so that 13% will get you where you need to be. So, so just remember, if you're not there yet, at least take advantage of the company match uh, which, which you know, typically if you if you put in three percent, they'll match three percent. That's free money. Uh, and, and understand the money you put away in your company plan. That's a tax deduction. So you're getting part of that back when you when you when you when you do you, you pay your taxes. And so this is the important thing uh, to remember. So, so so the government is actually subsidizing and helping you pay for retirement. It grows tax free in there, and then when you take it out when you retire, you're you're, you're taxed theoretically at at a lower rate. Uh, so that we always try to talk about that because you know we run the, the show is here to help you out and to understand that uh, at Max Out Savings Advisors we don't manage four hundred one ks we we manage we manage retirement money we IRA rollovers uh, here in Houston Texas that that's our main business but 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 uh, you can't get there. Uh, to have enough savings for retirement if you start somewhere and put it away in your plan. Yeah, got a lot to talk about on this show. It, it seems like it, it just never ends in the world today. Uh, the, 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 the world removes, it revolves at a remarkably fast rate. And uh, so we're going to be talking about some of the big things this week. Uh, we had a, a positive inflation number. What, what, what are the, what are the, uh, it came in at a low rate. What, what are the advantages of that? Uh, what happened with, with the market? Uh, this week, uh, a, a lot of interesting things going on. Uh, is this the end of inflation? Is inflation over? We're going to be discussing that. You know, should you still protect yourself since inflation went down? Uh, and and we're, we're taking a look at it, at a number of things uh, in in the world in in the markets here. Uh, the uh, a, a, a couple thoughts. Uh, the looking out over the next. Uh, you know, the question is, where do things go in the world today? That that inflation came in at two tenths of a percent. We said, look, you know, we got to worry about inflation, and and uh, we we went from a time a couple years ago where we were never going to see inflation again, and it was you know the Fed was struggling to get inflation going, it, to to a point of 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 nine nine point two nine point three percent inflation. And keep in mind that's a chain down hedonically adjusted number, so the inflation was a heck of a lot more than that, down to two tenths of a percent, which which isn't bad. I mean that that that's that's uh, that's pretty low. And looking at that, uh, the uh, 
it works out to be about 2.4% inflation. Look, that, the, 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 June, the June print was probably the low for the year because, because so, for the inflation, the year to Jake, because the, the, the inflation numbers are going to start moving back up again. Uh, a lot of this is predicated on oil and gas. Uh, the Biden administration has shrewdly you know, decided they, they're going to just empty out the strategic petroleum reserve to keep oil prices as low as possible since oil and gas are one of the big drivers for inflation going forward. But uh, but 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 I don't think this is the end of inflation. Uh, if, if you look at it, you know the, the amount of of money we have poured into the system. It's about eight trillion dollars, and we have about a, I say twenty three, twenty four. The actual recent number I came up with was a twenty five trillion dollar economy. In the Biden administration, we, we we've had the the. Uh, the uh, what is it? The Build Back Better program. We had stimulus one, two, and three. We had the my favorite is the Inflation Reduction Act, which somehow spent four hundred billion dollars more. You know, the first time in history that that uh, that, that 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 you're going to reduce inflation by spending more. So they just they name it the Inflation Reduction. I mean, Look, these people just, I mean, uh, let's be, I, I think we have to, everybody has to be realistic about one thing. The Biden administration, uh, they are pathological liars. That they, they absolutely don't believe in, you know, one of the Ten Commandments that doubt shall not bear false witness. They're just, they will get in front of you and they will just lie to you, period. They don't care. You know, they have no compunction about it. It's not a matter of spin. They're just going to lie to you, you know. Because they can do it and they can get away with it. And so they called it the Inflation Reduction Act. And one of the reasons we kind of come out on them a little bit on this is is that was going to create a lot more inflation. They're pouring $400 billion into different uh, energy and, and, and uh, uh, Green New Deal type of programs. Well, that, that's in addition to the, to the you know, billion, tr- I mean, trillion dollar infrastructure. I think it's a little less than that trillion dollar infrastructure program that, that, that you know, we're building out quote, our infrastructure, which a, a whole bunch more money was in there for all this new Green New, green new Deal stuff out there. And, and why this is important is, is the idea that these people have just poured money into the system. If they are spending money, well, they do not believe there's any limit to spending money in the Biden administration. Something called modern monetary theory. MMT comes out of Harvard University. Stephanie Kelton, a brilliant, uh, you know, much smarter than the rest of us, came up with this theory that, look, if you control the world's currency, you can spend as much money as you want because you can just print more money. And, and, and if inflation comes up, you raise taxes and control inflation. Well, well, the theories went completely down in flames like everything else they do, but they don't care. They're going to continue spending money. So the question is, where's all this money going to come from? Our, our, our budget uh, uh, deficit is probably going to be about $1.5 to $1.8 trillion this year. It's going forward. It's going to be over a, uh, a one and a half to two, over two trillion dollars. It's about a six to six, five to six percent, seven percent. It's averaging around six percent, give or take a half a percent of GDP as far as the eye can see. Which means they're just spending money they don't have that six percent of GDP. And that it, that doesn't mean they're spending six percent more over budget. They're spending six percent of total GDP. It's the question is where's all this money going to come from? It, it, and the answer is they're going to print the money. The, the quantitative easing was originally designed to, to stabilize the financial system when, when Wall Street got in trouble, which was you know every ten years or so. Uh, it, but but it's now morphed into that the, the fiscal spending is be, the deficit is becoming so gigantic. The Federal Reserve over time is going to have to quantitatively engage in quantitative easing, i.e., printing money just to sit there and fund these deficits. So the idea that we're not going to have any inflation when you've got these massive government deficits coming out every single day is it, 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 just a, a fallacy. And, and, and going back to that. Going back to the uh, the idea of, of 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 Stephanie Kelton's in the modern monetary theory that we can spend as much money as want because we're the world's reserve currency. Well, the United States is 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 what, what's it work out to be? We're about 24 percent of the world's economy. About 22 percent of the world's economy. Right right now, uh, we we were, we were uh, before the pandemic. We were about seventy. Seventy-one percent of GD of 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 the 
of the reserve currency in the world. We're down to 60 percent. And the BRICS, which is Brazil, Russia, India, and China, they're coming up with a new currency that's going to be possibly gold-backed because they're worried. They're looking at the United States and they're realizing, my God, these people are going to spend money. They've got two, one half, two trillion dollar deficits. They just keep spending money. Their borders are in a state of collapse. Crime spiraling out of control. Everybody in the world can see that we're engaged in war with Russia, uh, spending you know billions over there. And, you know, we're losing seventy one. About seventy thousand additional Americans are dying every year. This is a hard, pretty hard number because we have an open border and the border is so porous because the cartels, the, 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 the Biden administration turned over control of the, uh, the southern border to the Mexican cartel without it. I mean, that, that's a straight out fact. They were able to pour in huge amounts of fentanyl in the country. Well, that's killing 70,000 additional Americans a year. And so people look at this around the world and they go, this country's going down. These people are in trouble. They're, they're reckless. They're out of control at the Biden administration. I need to diversify from the dollar. Uh, it, look, I mean, the, infl- the dollar was down 2.3% this week. Now, part of it was because rates fell some, but a 2.3% drop in the dollar in one week is a pretty big story. And so, so what we're seeing is we're seeing failures out there. And so what you want to do is you want to protect yourself in this type of world. And by doing that, you have to understand inflation is going to be a bigger deal. Uh, I'm looking out here at the uh, – let's see here. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 dollar, the dollar index is broken under 100, you know, for the first time in a while in, 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 after a big ramp up after, after COVID – it, it, it looks to go lower to uh, get, and so in this type of world, you have to protect yourself from inflation. This is this is a, a, a big story. The average retirement, you're going to live 20 years. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I think that's probably a low number. Truthfully, it's probably 25 years. It, 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 if inflation went up nine percent a couple months ago over a twelve month period, nine point two percent, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that inflation is going to destroy your retirement very quickly. If you're sitting there parked in, you got a, a fixed annuity and you got a pension and a little Social Security, that's just going to get eat that up. You're going to be eating dog food and you know seven to ten years. And so you have to protect yourself in this type of environment. And I'm increasingly thinking that this inflation, people appear to be, the wealthy appear to be preparing for inflation much more shrewdly than most other people realize. If you look at the price of, of, of land, of real estate, of farms, it's going up. The wealthy are buying farms. I saw a story, someone sucking $600 million, billion into uh no, $600 million, excuse me, into farmland around Travis Air Force Base in California. And they're, you know, they're thinking they might, some of it's dry farmland, they might plant olives or something like that. Uh, Bill Gates is the biggest farm, uh, one of the biggest farm uh, owners in the world. I think it's him and Ted Turner and the guy that owns Liberty. Those are the three big ones. But, uh, Whereas Ted Turner seems to be more about conservation. Bill Gates seems to be having some idea about, you know, uh, with, with farming, I mean, we, we talked in this show for years about the importance of farming, the tax advantages, and things like that. But but they, they, they appear to be doing it because they want to try to control food supplies. But I'm also beginning to wonder if 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 they're running these, you know, they're running up some of these big, you know, there's seven big tech stocks that basically moved up the whole averages. And I'm wondering if if people are if they if they, if they run these stocks up to start liquidating them out and they're shifting money into farmland, into into precious metals, into oil and gas, into thing into, into other currencies around the world to protect themselves against inflation. It get really some of the prices of, of land should be falling, of homes should be falling. Uh, a number of things should be falling a lot more than they are in this market. And, and we're just, we're not seeing it. And, and I really, uh, I'm not real sure why that is. And, 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 I, and I'm, I'm beginning to think there's a bigger fear among the, the, the wealthy and uber wealthy out there. And the shift is, is, is becoming much more pronounced than it's generally understood. I, I don't think this inflation is going away, and this is something we want to keep watching. I mean, this week, I mean, gold, gold you know, supposedly inflation 
uh, inflation's going away. It went, it came in at two tenths of a percent. Well, the dollar plunged two point three percent this week. Uh, to, I'll tell you what, let's we got to take a quick break here. We'll be right back and answer some more questions on this. Uh, this is a live show. You can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here at the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Well, welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. So we're just talking about, about, the, about this world. It's a much more complex world. <clears throat> we have inflation out there. We we have a slowing economy. You know, if if you look at the if you look at the federal uh, federal gross receipts, they were down about seven percent. You know, a little about seven point three percent in June. The numbers that just came out that that's not a good sign. Although spending was up a hundred billion dollars. Again, this is this budget deficit. It just keeps growing, it, and it's becoming a bigger and bigger concern. By the end of twenty twenty three, we're we're projecting that that interest income interest expense is going to go up. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to go to a trillion dollars a year, one trillion dollars a year, and, and, and so this, this is uh, again. But but there seems to be no end to the spending from the Biden administration. Uh, they they just he, he says that we cut we cut spending from Trump. Well, yeah, we had the economy shut down and it was emergency, and we we spent at a level unseen since World War II, and you barely dropped spending at all, and, and, and but you poured in huge amounts of money into spending for infrastructure. For, for for new green new deals, uh, all types. You know, one boondoggle after another. I mean, I in my garage I have a shredder. The shredder I purchased from the bankruptcy of Solyndra Solir- Corporation. They were going to build solar panels. The government spent all this money helping them out, and then the company went bankrupt. So I bought the shredder. I mean, it, but after saying that. We're, 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 they're giving out $400 billion worth of loans and grants to all types of boondoggle programs out there, which is, it, it, it's not, it's, it's Solyndra, it's not on steroids, it's Solyndra exponential. I mean, it's just incredible. It, it, they, 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 they've completely gone off the deep end for this mythical, we have to get rid of all CO2 or everyone in the 
world is going to die. I'm like, well, this makes no sense. I mean, one of the biggest mysteries to me is, is look, I'm all for electrification of automobiles. I'm all for, I'm, I, I'm a pretty big environmentalist. I mean, I try to, you know, I try to sit there and watch out for the environment. Uh, it, I, I get all that. I, I think we've done nothing to try to protect our oceans, to protect the fish life, in, you know, in the oceans is being depleted by the Chinese. Uh, they're, they're, you know, 18, in some cases, 18 percent of the pollution in San Francisco, air pollution comes from China on Sundays. It's so bad. We don't seem to care about that. We just fixate on the CO2 and, and how we're all going to die. And then if we have to listen to these endless shows on TV, uh, every time I turn on the TV, it's a complete panic that it's hot. Look, it's hot out there. I was out all day Saturday uh, last week. It took me three days to recover. And that was after, you know, going to get ice cream and sitting in, you know, the pools. It wasn't really a pool, but soaking down pretty well as well. It's still, it, 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 it's hot out there. It's always hot. This is unusually hot now. But if you look past cycles, weather cycles, you'd be amazed at some of the weather cycles we've had over the last two, three hundred years. You know, the, 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 in the 16, uh, I think early 1700s, maybe 1710 in Boston, it was so dark they couldn't see the sun at all, and you couldn't even see anybody. It was from forest fires coming out of Canada. Here we are today. Then I saw a thing the other day. They had the, the weather map uh, around the world from two or three years ago, like four or five years ago, and they had the temperatures. It was the summertime, and they showed the different temperatures. Then they had the same thing this year. But instead, this year they had these bright red, you know, just showing how incredibly hot. They're constantly trying to scare and panic people about CO2. It's going to zero CO2. It's completely illogical to me. I mean, the the best case I can make for it is is this just lets them control all industrial policy and lets them control and have a planned economy. I can come up with some much worse scenarios on this. But uh, it's... I mean, this is, it's just, it's, it's nutty, but, but the spinning they're doing is, is going to be inflationary. The spinning they're doing is going to wreck the U.S. dollar. The, the war with the Ukraine, we said the week after it started, it will, a week or two, once they confiscated the Russian reserves at the, at the Fed, it was game over for the United States as the world a reserve currency. Now, look, I, I understand the idea that Putin's a bad guy. We need to get rid of him. <clears throat> but to me, I wasn't willing to sacrifice the United States uh, as a world reserve currency and the United States financial system to get rid of Putin. Lindsey Graham, Joe Biden, they were. And by the way, this is becoming a big battle in the Republican Party because they're trying to make a litmus test whether you support the Ukraine or not. And, 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 and uh, Tucker Carlson just eviscerated a number of these uh, uh, Republican presidential candidates with their support of, 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 of the Ukraine. I mean, one of them, I won't even use any names, basically said that, you know, the Ukraine was more important than, than the southern border. And, and you're kind of like... You know, in uh, the disaster that's happening in the United States with crime and everything. So, so these are big pictures, and they have an effect on you, and they have an effect on your retirement. They have an effect on inflation. This is why we're paying this big inflation. Uh, you know, all this spending is going to be more inflationary. Uh, as we said, the government receipts are down, retail is down, uh, consumer spending is down, real consumer spending is, is inflation adjusted. People are struggling out there. It's very hard, but 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 they're pouring so much money in some of these industrial in, in infrastructure and stuff that it, it's it's holding the economy. I heard someone make the comment that you know they're really overspending. And, 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 and which which clearly is what they're doing. And so so the answer is we don't think this is the end of inflation and inflation is going away. Uh, and so you want to continue to protect your retirement. As we've talked about, there are opportunities out there. Uh, you know, we last week we, we were able to uh, purchase uh, 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 two year treasuries, uh, you know, get over four point nine percent. Which, which we felt like was a pretty good, you know, very safe investment for two years. Uh, you know, you can buy that or you can go buy, uh, you know, these, these seven tech stocks at 30, 40, you know, 100 times earnings at the top of the market with trillion dollar plus capitalizations, uh, you know, which is, uh, I think there's other opportunities elsewhere in the market. But, but, but I do think you have to understand these are big trends, inflation. 
mass deficits as far as the eye can see, the de-dollarization of the world, the, the change from the U.S. as the world reserve currency. That endangers our financial system. That endangers our way of life. That, that's allowed us, the world, having the world's reserve currency, if we were good stewards of it, which we're not, allowed us to, to live beyond our means for, for decades here in the United States. So that is all changing, and these, you know, the as we said, the dollar had a big drop this week. You know, the biggest drops in a long time, down two point three percent. And for a dollar in one week, that that's a big drop. Uh, it's because because what that tells us, by the way, is what that says is they're going to have to keep these interest rates up higher than they think, otherwise the dollar's going to plunge. I mean, they're kind of getting away with this right now because people are going, well, I can get 5% in the U.S. dollar. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they're, you know, they're spending money. Joe Biden is basically, you know, senile, but, you know, I get 5% and I can get out of there pretty quickly. But if that, if that rate starts dropping, the dollar's going to plunge. And so this is something we want to watch very closely. Okay, good. Well, welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, yes, good morning, Ted. Uh, uh, I wanted to offer a comment before I ask my question, and then, and you were talking about the uh, about the uh, the climate in general, and you know this business. I mean, I mean, I, I really think people need to kind of open their eyes and use a little common sense because. Uh, uh, to me, what what doesn't seem to make sense with this business, with the hydrocarbon industry and all being responsible for the, you know, with the CO2 being the problem with the climate, uh, you know, anybody sitting on their sofa watching watching the the weather reports and hearing the weather and the weather weatherman or weather woman ends up stating that uh, you know the record was set back in 1892. And, you know, it was 109, 110 degrees. The light ought to come on that, wait a minute, you know, we didn't have a lot of the fossil fuels back then. We didn't have jet airplanes flying around, all the cars on the road. We had more vegetation. We had, didn't have the concrete we got poured now. The point is, is that if that occurred back then, it wasn't necessarily, it, 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 it just couldn't be the fossil fuel industry running back then. So it had to be something else. And what I heard one researcher talk about was when the studies were done with NOAA, and it was corroborated by the Russians because they were both, it was a joint exercise to, to, enter, to uh, research this, they basically pointed as the dominant factor to be uh, the solar cycle. That was a dominant cause. They said the contribution to see it by CO2 and it was minuscule compared to that. And it seems to make sense if you use a common sense approach. But that's all I wanted to say about that. But with regard to... Yeah, your, no, I agree with that. Yeah, and so what I wanted to mention to you was, but I don't understand why the, why the fossil fuel industry doesn't look into that more and maybe you know promote that, that thinking because that's really... It makes perfect sense, but but your your comment about inflation, I have to agree with. I think this is kind of more or less a pause, and one thing that I think people need to be looking at is, and I heard this the other day, that the agreement that the Russians made, I think it was last year, the year before last, about about shipping grain from Ukraine is is going to be coming up for renewal or possibly an end. And if Vladimir Putin or the Russians decide that, you know, we don't think it's it's in our best interest to renew this, well, if that grain doesn't get out of Ukraine, we're going to be right back where we were prior to this to this war. When when all of a sudden anything related to wheat, to flour, and, and there's a lot of food uh, food products that that are tied to this, you're going to see, I think, a resurgence in inflation. So I think we need to be keeping a close watch on how that gets handled, because if the Russians don't renew that agreement, because of what I understood, the ships that were moving that grain out of the Ukraine are no longer shipping, are not sending ships over there anymore. That's starting to dry up. So I don't know who's going to be supplying the grain, but you know, basically they say the Ukraine is the world, you know, breadbasket when it comes to providing the world's grain. So I just wanted to mention that, and I don't know your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I, 
I think that's a good point. I mean, it is. Uh, I, they've been able to keep the shipping lanes open for the grain coming out of the Ukraine, uh, and, and it, it, they have massive agriculture over there. Uh, I, I think it's probably going to they're going to try to keep it open because a lot of that grain goes to Egypt in in, in Africa in places like that, in less developed countries, it, 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 and so they don't want to be paying more, so there's a lot of pressure, and, and, and those countries have been big supporters of, of Russia. So we're going to have to watch that closely, but I, I think right now we still have some droughts in the Midwest, uh, and, and fertilizer prices are very high, so it's cut back some planting. I, I think uh, grain prices are still going to stay high. Good call. Thank you very much. Uh, the, so so the, I, mean, that's, I do think this is going to continue the, 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 the amount of spending particularly if you think of if you look at the infrastructure spending the the windmill the solar the uh electric cars the uh the, the new bridges the new roads all that requires iron it requires steel it requires aluminum massive amounts of copper uh, uh, uh zinc uh, uh silver uh, those type of things uh, th- those those things are used tremendously, I, I, but I didn't even include the fifty billion dollars that was put in, you know, for the for the uh, uh, emergency uh, semiconductor act. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was fifty eighty billion, but fifty billion of it was for for semiconductor plants. So it, it were, and that doesn't even include all the reshoring of manufacturing back to the U.S. to to try to diversify be, the, the, and protect the, the the supply chains from China. China, what? It, 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 this is a, a big deal. I mean, these, these, we could be China could invade this fall into Taiwan. What are we going to do then? I mean, uh, something's clearly going on. This is why I've been such big critics of the of the Russia war because we're like, hey, our enemy isn't Russia. With China is the threat. Why aren't we putting all our energy into 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 China? Why are we depleting our munitions when we could be at war with China? It, and, and, and and so, but, but we have to we have to look at what's interest the best interest of the American people. And, and so this is something we're going to have to watch closely. But oh, by the way, I you know I've been I, I've watched on TV and stuff. And there's 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 been all this the, the talk of the movie The Sound of Freedom, and I noticed some of the uh, like CBS and the Rolling Stones are criticizing this movie about uh, a child sex uh, exploitation, and I'm like, well, that is, and they're trying to claim it it's, it's a QAnon conspiracy, and I'm and so I'm like, okay. I'll go see the movie, and, and uh, I'm like, what? Why? Why are these? Why is the mainstream media so afraid of this movie? And 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 so I went and saw the movie. Got to go there. It's you got to pick out your seat nowadays. Reserve the seat, and and, and so and I get there. And I reserve. There's like I'm stuck in like the first three or four rows of the theater. I'm like, hmm. So I get there. The place is the show is pretty full. It's Thursday night, and. It, it was. A, I saw the sound of it, It's a great movie. Uh, uh, Jim Cavazell uh, does a phenomenal job in that movie. I mean, it is a very, very powerful movie about uh, child sex trafficking. It's a true story. Uh, it's a remarkable movie, uh, and uh, and I, I found it thoroughly enjoyable. I you know, I, I the, the QAnon conspiracy. I, I could not, for the life of me, figure out where that was. I mean. To, to me, anybody that would be against this movie, there's something really wrong. I mean, deeply, deeply wrong with whoever would criticize this. Uh, it's an extraordinary movie. I talked to them afterwards at the theater, and they said that you know, it's full almost every single night. People are going to see this movie. It's done $58 million. It did more than the Indiana Jones movie, which is just remarkable. But it's a very, very powerful movie. Uh, it, 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 uh, it, it, it really opens your eyes up to a lot of things. And if you get a chance, uh, yeah, I would go see The Sound of Freedom. It's it, it's a great movie. But it, it, what, the thing that surprised me is I don't know how anybody could come out against a movie like this. It's just It just shows you the tremendous gulf between the, the, the mainstream media, the elite class, and, and really people everywhere in the world. I mean, it just it, it, it just really uh, it's remarkable. But uh, yeah, the movie's the sound of freedom. But but fifty eight million dollars in uh, which is which is a very big number, and uh, and uh, so it's been one of the bigger movies this year, I think, before it's over. The so looking out. Uh, 
going go, going forward here, uh, you know, we're, we're still dealing with with this with this inflation issue. So, so the real question comes in is is where do we go from here? And and I think the answer is is a couple things. I, I think the inflation is not going away. I, I think I think currency are going to be, tell you what, I'm coming up here on a quick break. Let, let's take that and we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. The uh, So we're talking about the, 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 you know, where do we go from here? It looks like some of the industrials, are going to get over time. Their earnings are going to be better. It looks like consumer many of the consumer things. It's going to be tougher to, to do to, to move forward there it, because there's a lot of money being spent on on uh, on the infrastructure on, on the on the green new deal projects on on reshoring manufacturing to the United States. On the flip side of that, consumers are being squeezed. I mean, the average credit card rate is about 22% now, which is just extraordinary. That's pressuring. The, the stimulus money is gone. A lot of the extra money people got is going away. And so that that's slowing down. So it, 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 it's going to be kind of a stagflationary environment, which is a slow economic growth, but with inflation. And I think that's what you're going to continue to look at. I think a lot more companies are going to be under a lot more pressure uh, a lot of the big companies, a lot of companies out there were raising prices with inflation and kind of got away with it. And, and in many cases, they had their their their, their products hedged. Now that the hedges are kind of coming off, uh, and, and and they don't have the wind at their back there. Uh, if if you look at the, you know, there's a lot of pressure to keep costs down now, and and so that the, the, you know uh, a lot of this stuff companies maybe had more pricing power than they thought they originally understood when they raised the rates up with inflation, but now that that pricing power is gone, and a lot of a lot of people, uh, you know, the the, the pricing power is getting it. It's interesting when you raise prices on people, they tend to pay it. You raise it again, they pay it, and then all of a sudden, they may pay it a couple of times. Then they just quit quit paying, they quit buying it, they switch products, they go somewhere else, and and and, and that's going to put a lot more pressure 
uh, on corporate America, on profits, we believe, going forward. Uh, the Look, the the interesting thing, I, I think going forward, uh, we're going to see a lot more with currency movements. It, it, there's going to be opportunities there in, in the bond sector, uh, you know, short to medium term bond sector. Uh, we really have bulked up our, a lot of our research, sent a lot of money on research in that uh, over the last couple, month month or so, really dramatically expanding. Uh, be, 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 be that area because we, we think this is it, it's a shift quite frankly for the first time in 10 or 15 years that the bond market is really posing real opportunities that, that we like and are comfortable with and, and I, th- I think that's true going forward uh, be, be because the rates are you know when, when rates were at zero and, and the 10 year was at 1 or 2 percent it didn't make any sense to even look in the sector but, but that, that, that's fundamentally changed you're going to see more opportunities overseas. Uh, it's going to be interesting if the BRICS come up with a gold-backed currency, which is the rumor later this year, there could be real demand for for for, for uh, fixed-income products in those currencies. Now, there's huge pr- – what's really fascinating, it was a lot easier to get foreign bonds, it, you know, different uh, assets – 20, 30, 25, 30 years ago than it is today. I mean, the U.S. has done a kind of a remarkable job of corralling everybody into the dollar. You know, go talk to the big bond funds like PIMCO and other, you know, go try to get a bond, you know, go get a fund in, in, in another currency. And it's not too easy. Uh, they really don't want people investing. They want everybody investing in the dollar. It's foreign bonds and dollar-denominated currencies. Well, you know, what the hell good does that do? And, uh, but... Uh, and so this is something I think you're going to see moving forward. I think it's going to be a much more selective market. You've seen it this year so far with the you know the lunatic prices on the top seven stocks of Apple, Amazon, uh, Google, Mike, uh, Meta, Microsoft, in uh, 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 Tesla, and I think I'm missing one of them in here somewhere. But uh, the th- those things those are. You know, th- those things are really overpriced. Much of the other market is really – many stocks are down. Uh, we're starting to see movement up in oil and gas in here. Uh, so so, so it, I think it's going to be a much more specialized market going forward, and this is something we're going to have to see and, and kind of monitor. Uh, but the, one of the messages I want to get through to you today is, is that understand that just because we had a two-tenths of a percent CPI, that's probably the low for the year. And we're going to see we're going to see uh, again the the you know the twelve month inflation numbers start to creep up uh, over over time. And, and I, I think it, I think you're probably looking at an inflation stabilizing somewhere between three and four and a half percent going forward, which is still pretty high, and will will chew up a, a savings uh, in retirement pretty quickly. Interesting. Uh, Elon Musk has a new company. Uh, XAI, which is going to get into into AI. And it's really interesting. I caught parts of the call with him. It is really fascinating. Uh, one of the things that he said was he he wants to have an ethical AI. And one of the things he said is somebody asked a question about the woke AI, and he said he said if you look at it, the the if you look at it, the AI was working real well in the lab. They were doing, and it was really giving remarkably good good results until it went out into the populace, and it started to kind of go giving bad bad advice and and, and, and wrong information. And one of the things he pointed out is, if you teach the AI, if a woke AI is a problem, and, and well, AI is artificial intelligence, of course, uh, because if if you tell the AI, go look. If you go, how, if, is, uh, how many, uh, what types, is, is uh, how many uh, uh, genders of, of humans are there? It goes man and woman. There's two. And you go, no, there's many more. If you got, we have transvestite, LBGTQ. There's different types. Binary. I, 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 it, it, and so the AI, <clears throat> the AI go, thinks, well, no, there's two. And they go, no, that's not really correct. In the world today, it's different. Well, what you've kind of done is told the AI to lie. It's okay to lie. And he had a fascinating, he goes, if you remember in 2001 with Hal, Hal was doing pretty well, but then they told Hal, Hal 
you can't tell the astronauts that they're going to go visit a monolith, so you have to hide that from them, the, the monolith. And so once that happened, how the, the AI started kind of, it kind of things started going badly, and then the AI ultimately realized, well, the best way to do that is to kill the astronauts, and I'll get them there, and then they won't know about the model until they get there. But it, but when you teach the AI to lie in, in woke, rather than in, in, in having the number one priority is the truth and humanity, do you start getting the, the, the AI starts going off the rails. And, and, and so he's going to come up with a more ethical AI, but it was really a fascinating thing. I mean, I, I try to catch anytime Elon Musk says something, I really try to listen to it very closely. He's one of the most brilliant people I've ever heard. But what makes him different from a lot of very smart people out there is that he's able to to do to back up what he says. I mean, you know, he's like, hey, electric car. All these other car companies were talking electric car spiel for a decades. It, it, Elon Musk did it. The same thing, you know, he, he's 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 dominating. He's not dominating, but he's one of the major player in the space launches. Now he's talking about going to the to the to Mars with the rocket. I mean, he's he's built the rocket. When he says he's going to do something. He generally does it, and and so it was really fascinating, though. But but how the woke AI is was actually warping the the morality of the AI in uh, going forward. It, it, I think it's something for us. You know, a lesson for us. I, I, the jury is really out on AI. This can go well for us. It can go really, really, really badly, and it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. Uh, tell you what, if you want to get in for a quick question or comment, seven one three. Three three nine ten seventy here at the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, the what else do we have here? The looking out. The the uh, the real you know the, the question is with the real estate. I get a lot of questions on that as well. Uh, we're still not in the real estate area uh, very much. Uh, the the, the, I, I don't think we've seen the bottom in the in the in the office sector yet. Uh, the, the, the interest rates are still going up. And over the next couple of years, a lot of these commercial real estate people, most of the commercial real estate loans are like five years. They're going to have to refinance. It, it, they, they, they were down at super low rates, and now they're coming up. The rates are much higher. The vacancies are much higher, which is going to hurt them. Their taxes are going up. And, and, and so I, th I think there's real issues. The homes are, are interesting in the fact that, that there's such a demand for homes out there, and so many people are just saving money and just paying paying cash or something like that. Remember, in China and other parts of the world, a lot of people pay cash. And one interesting thing is a lot of those people are coming to the United States and they're bringing cash. In addition, people are, are selling their California homes you know, for a million dollars, and maybe they had a two, dollars $300,000 loan over here and paying $700,000 cash for a home. So it hasn't slowed down the home building market is much. There's there's an enormous amounts of money that's been set aside by the Biden administration to build low cost housing. You know what they appear to be doing is adopting the the, the French strategy of building the, the the building out the the you know the the uh, the poor neighborhoods out on the suburbs because that's where you know the middle class lived. It, it, it failed and was a disaster and destroyed the suburbs in in. in in uh, in France, I think the same thing's going to happen here. You can see them; they're putting up all these Section Eight housing, HUD housing, housing apartments. All, and all they're ringing in Houston with those. I think that's going to be uh, it, it's going to be a disaster for many cities uh, because you're putting them out in areas that are harder to get to. That people tend to be out there for the good schools, and then if the schools go bad, they're going to leave. And and and, and, and so I, I think that's one of the more interesting stories. Uh, that this trend this trend of moving out in the country is still huge. Uh, when we started in this business over 25 years ago, most people, when they retired, they stayed right here in Houston, Texas. I'm really surprised. They could go anywhere. I mean, anywhere they wanted, and most of them stayed in Houston. It was really pretty remarkable. They loved Houston. The people were nice. It was a fun city. They enjoyed it. I'm seeing a lot more of those people moving out to Conroe to you know to Fredericksburg to the Hill Country to out to you know uh, Lagrange. It just it, it, there does it has triggered a lot more people moving out into the country, and that that is a, a big trend going forward. Uh, 
So, so that that's one of the things. The other big the other big trend, the precious metals. This this seems to be a big trend which we're trying to participate in. Uh, it, we we saw it this week with the with the uh, the, the, the the minute the minute uh, people thought either rates were going to drop or inflation was going to drop. The minute that happened, gold shot up one and a half, one point six five percent this week, and, and silver was up eight percent this week. It it. And I think I think the precious metals they they formed a, a long term you know multi you know ten year type of cup and handle formation that tends to sit there and and, and move higher. It, it, it's it's in the handle right now. Uh, if if we see the Brett currency backed by a type of gold, I, I think it's going to do well. I, I think copper is another area we're, we're, we're participating in copper uh, again. You know, with, with copper for uh, for wind generation. Copper for solar power, copper for uh, for 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 uh, electric cars, copper for electric. Cars. What was that? Okay, thanks. Uh, co- co- copper for all types of 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 of, of things. That's going to be a big winner going forward. I mean, the I I, I I don't think people really understand that the sheer amount of money the Biden administration is pouring into these. Into, just remember, there's subsidies for for buying an electric car. There 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 there's all types of subsidies for wind. There's subsidies for carbon capture. All of these things tend to use a lot of copper, aluminum, silver, uh, 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 iron, lead. All, all these things uh, are uh, zinc. Uh, they're they're big users of all these metals, and so I think going forward, I think we're going to continue to see a stronger commodities market in in a world where the dollar is going down. The commodities tend to do well uh, in an inflationary world. Commodities tend to do well. The it's. I mean, we're talking a trillion dollars. If if you add up all these numbers that the that the Biden administration has has put into these projects in corporate America, I think it's it's over a trillion dollars over a two or three year period. That's an enormous enormous amount of spending. Uh, the that, that that they're putting into this, and I, I just this is why it's going to be difficult for the economy to slide into a big recession. Let me give a caveat. Out, out, what, what was that again? I'm sorry, you broke up. Okay, thanks. Outside of outside of a, a financial crisis, and we're going to monitor that. If that starts happening, we're going to let you know. I tell you what, we write a lot about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help with your retirement, your IRA rollover, your retirement, give us a call at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're here in Houston, Texas. I'll sit down with you personally, and we'll go over your financial situation, and we'll show you how we manage uh, retirement assets to protect you in this very unstable, uh, high inflation. Uh, world that, that out there. And, and so if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, request an appointment, but at least sign up for the free newsletter. It's maxoutsavings.com. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Now, remember the motto and philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. See you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. 